This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DTC pod. I'm your host, Jay. And today I'm joined again with Jamie, our head of customer success. Jamie, thanks again for joining the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about setting up the ideal creator flow, basically the ideal influencer flow, essentially. And that's to be able to generate creators and influencers for your brand um, and just managing that flow, like how you should be thinking about it, how you can get the most content out of that flow, how you can work with the most creators and influencers. Jamie's got a ton of advice in this area, and I kind of see this as a a wrap-up podcast to the two previous podcasts that we've done. So definitely check those out before you listen to this one, the How to Pick a Creator and Campaign Guidelines podcast that are up right now. But with all that said, Jamie, super excited to have you on talking about creator and influencer flows for brands and basically working with people like that. So without any further wait, I'll go ahead and kind of turn it over to you. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely covered a bunch of this on the last podcast, which is exciting and was fun to dive into a little bit. The flow itself of working with creators is it's something that it's definitely going to take time to manage. Definitely recommend putting a process in place, either that you've created, but you can also take some of the tips from what we're going to chat about here to get that process in place and a repeatable process that you can standardize yourself is really going to go a long way when it comes to making sure that you're having an effective and efficient campaign working with these influencers and and content creators. Um, These are people that are definitely going to help change your business in some way, shape or form. And managing that process is definitely an important piece of the puzzle. And I mean, it really comes down to the first piece is one of the most crucial and important pieces as well. And that's finding those creators. I guess it doesn't matter how you find those creators, but there's a few different options in terms of how you can find those creators. You can either do the cold outreach, you can do the inbound. Uh, You also have the ability to go to a database, leverage a software or uh, a network like Trend where the creators are already pre-vetted. So, you know, having a few different options to start out. And this is probably where you're going to spend a good deal of time as well. Because you need to identify who is in line with your brand, along with your values, the content aesthetic. A lot of things you're going to want to review up front before you go ahead and start reaching out or having conversations with these creators. So that's definitely step one when working with content creators and and influencers for your business. I'll kind of take a pause there, Jay, just to kind of see if there's anything else that we want to dive into. I know we covered a bunch of that you know, on the previous podcast, but is there anything else that you think the listeners would want to know in, in terms of cold outbound, inbound database or network? Yeah, I, I think it's actually really curious that you mentioned the inbound, outbound kind of thing. The way that I kind of think about it while I was thinking about this topic was that it's kind of like a sales funnel in maybe, I mean, we're in SaaS, so I, I always jump back to that and B2B and stuff like that. But it's kind of like a sales funnel, essentially. Like you've got your inbound, you've got your outbound and you kind of want to have maybe even both machines running at the same time. And obviously everyone would prefer to have inbound. Like that's that's the best thing because it's it's just so much easier to handle people coming to you and being interested in your brand. But that's not always going to be the case at the beginning, but you should definitely try and build up that inbound channel as much as possible. 
But I think you touched on a lot of good points over there in terms of like what that flow looks like from the outside. I think something that's always interesting is how to engage these creators the right way. So obviously, you know, if you're a trend user, people are going to apply to your campaign that you create, but not everyone that's listening to the podcast is a trend user. So for those people, it's kind of like, how do you engage these people? Like what kind of comes next in that process and what should you be doing to even, even track that process? Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great question. And you're completely right when it comes to comparing it to a sales cycle. You're going to be managing relationships. You're going to be, you know, having different partnership discussions. So, you know, partnerships and sales definitely have their overlap. And it's definitely a great way to put it with that cold in versus inbound approach. But, you know, managing the entire process, whether you use a CRM solution to do so, or you just use Google Sheets, Excel, whatever you have, maybe even Airtable or some of the different products that are popping up software wise that can really help you manage this. Or like you mentioned, having creators apply to you on the trend network. Again, not everybody being a customer of trend, but I'd be remiss not to to bring that up because you're talking about it's much better to have creators come to you. And if you can put a campaign out there and have people apply to your campaign, you have the ability to review those folks and see if they are a good fit for your business. But managing those relationships in some capacity, um, you know, a lot of people use spreadsheets to, to really get that done, kind of track the past engagements that they've had, who they're working with, their contact information. And from top to bottom, this whole process, I cannot stress this enough, is a relationship exercise with every creator that you're working with, with every influencer that you're working with. And you want to build a great relationship with these folks. You know, they're people that you likely aren't going to work with just one time. They're going to be able to, you know, work with you again in in some capacity. And and if you have a great working relationship, that's going to be somebody who continues to produce really great content for you, share your product with their audience, and you can leverage their audience to help build your audience so you're not just building an audience from square one all on your own. Um, Really working with these individuals to help build your audience, to help get content for your Instagram, for your Facebook, for paid advertisements email marketing on your website, you know, working with these folks time and time again to really make the process even more efficient than the first go around. So definitely leveraging some software solutions to really make sure that the campaign is just being managed effectively. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do manage it with like Google Sheets or an Airtable or maybe even some sort of CRM kind of thing. But I think one thing that I want to call out specifically is the necessary steps that you should have in your process when you're engaging with these creators. And that can be on trend or not on trend. But I think some of the key ones are when you're organizing that stuff, it's not just enough to to reach out to a creator, maybe put them on your Google Sheet, and then they reach out back and say, oh yeah, we're good to go. And you just put like a, a check mark over there. That's definitely not enough. So when I think on like the elements of that you need for your creator flow, I think you definitely, first of all, need to have that shipping information. I think that that's important, being able to ask for that stuff and being able to have it organized over there. I think you also need to maybe put in a step on that flow for asking for content rights. So don't forget that piece as well, because if you're paying for a creator to go out and create the content for you, you definitely want to be able to reuse that 
on ads. I mean, even brands that we work with, and I know we've said this over and over and over again, but it still just rings true, which is that, you know, taking that high quality creator content, especially when someone's a strong creator, throwing it on an ad and you can see like three to four X uh, increases in your row as your return on ad spend, which I think is great. So you definitely want to have that step. And I think also having maybe even further down the line, a white listing step as well, where you're actually running the ad through a creator. So I think those are really important keys over there that you should have in your creator flow. And it just isn't just like, oh yeah, this person accepted the campaign. I think maybe even some messaging flows that are messaging steps that are in those flows are really important as well, where you're constantly kind of like engaging with the creator and maybe even having some sort of like check-in process to see where they are in the process. I think so too. And, you know, you touched on a really important point or a few important points actually and steps and, and actionable things that people can, can really focus on. And that's getting those content rights, potentially a whitelisting campaign, which is a feature by Instagram, which is allowing folks to, you know, have their post boosted and presented as an advertisement to benefit the company that's, you know, boosting that advertisement, but also the creator as well. It's a win-win where the creator gets exposed to new audiences and the brand does as well. But all of that, you know, all those steps that you just mentioned all fit under the negotiation piece of working with content creators. You know, you're going to reach out to them and you're going to say, hey, you know, we love your content aesthetic. You know, it seems like you really align with our brand and here's why providing that be a part of either that cold outreach or one of your first correspondences, whether it's cold, inbound, through a database or on trend, like a network like trend. And then really having that negotiation about what you're looking for, what you're expecting, providing those guidelines in terms of a campaign, and then also how much you're going to be paying the creator. That's always a negotiation and usually takes, along with, you know, finding creators, takes the most time to really um, get this in line and align with yourself and the creator for the campaign. So how much are you going to pay the creator? Are the content rights going to be available to you? Is it for, you know, a year? Is it perpetually? You're going to negotiate the timeline of when you're going to post or when they're going to post, excuse me. And then also, you know, just really making sure that those content campaign guidelines, what the content should look like, bright colors, should they be outside, all that good stuff on the negotiation as well. Shipping the product out then super important because they need to promote something, get it out there. And then making sure that they're, they are being managed. You, you've got it exactly right. There are standardized ways that you can do this yourself. And then, um, again, I keep coming back to it, but Trend will just manage this entire process for you from negotiation all the way through managing the, the creators to, to posting and setting that due date for you. So definitely some, some things to be thinking about when managing the campaign on your own or, or with a software like Trend. Yeah, and I think you hit on a really good thing, which was the due date and just working towards that. I think writing that down, like I said, it's just not enough to to just have an, a creator or an influencer agree to work with you. Um, and then you just ship them the product and kind of just let it sit in the air. You should definitely establish that deadline and kind of use your tracker to get to that. And even mark like things that say like, hey, this post is like overdue or something like that if you're doing it internally i think one thing that's really important too in terms of like having the right flow and setting up the right steps to make sure your campaign runs as smoothly as possible is to ship out that product immediately once you have the information from the creator and you've agreed on the price you've agreed on the content rights and maybe you've even agreed on whitelisting that 
image or piece of content down the line. I think those are steps that are really important in making sure that you ship out that product immediately so that way that content can really get created and also knowing when the deadline for that creator is. It doesn't always have to be the same for every single creator, especially if you're doing it internally, but just having that over there is really important. And I think one other step as well that's really important is making sure you're not paying upfront before you receive the item. So Mm -hmm. focus on not giving out that payment at the beginning. It might be a little bit tempting, like, oh, this person agreed, like, okay, I'm just gonna send you like $50 or $100 or whatever, and then expecting this person's gonna post for me. Uh, Make sure, you know, you're using like standard business practices, how you would do with working with like other freelancers or, or contractors in that sense. I would completely agree with that. And yeah, whether it's, you know, $50, $100, you know, sometimes depending on the creator, you could see posts be worth up to $500. So, you know, it's, it's definitely something that you should be thinking about. And, you know, generally that amount of money isn't something like, it's not the largest amount, but depending on the size of your business and depending on the business itself, you don't want to just toss away that type of money either. Like you want to make sure that the, the project is completed and have that good faith that you'll be able to pay that creator as well when the campaign has been done and completed. And then having software to sometimes manage that for you and hold it in an escrow like like Trend does and pay out the creator when the content is approved is also something that just creates peace of mind on both the brand side and on the creator side too. Definitely. Well, I think we hit on a lot of great points over here, Jamie. I don't think I have anything else that I want to add. Do you have anything else that you want to add before we uh, sign off? Yeah, I mean, just some of the key points is really standardizing that workflow either with a software or with a company um, built process is super important. Use that workflow for all the creators and individuals you work with. And the biggest piece that I can really put out there is it don't make it transactional. Make it a relationship that you build with creators, whether it is on a software like Trend or if it's more of a way to like how you've reached out to them on a cold or inbound or through a database. Like it's super important that you're building relationships with these creators because you're also potentially finding lifelong customers. And if you can get them super interested in what you're working on and they turn out to love your product, that's just another win along with everything else that you're trying to accomplish through influencer marketing and, and getting this content and user generated content for your brand. But those will be my parting notes for, uh, for this conversation. Thanks again, Jay. Thanks so much, Jamie. Well, thank you for offering all that advice. I think hopefully for the listeners out there, you've been able to get some actionable tips on how to build maybe a better creator and influencer flow. Maybe some of the steps that you for sure need to have in that process, whether you're doing it in-house or you're using a software or an agency or whatever that is, um, just making sure you have those checks in place. But Jamie, thanks again for joining the podcast. Always fun having you on and I'm sure more episodes down the pipeline, but thanks again. And for everyone that's listening, we appreciate you listening to the DTC pod and we'll see you next time.